It's great to be here this morning in this Christmas season, experiencing the joy of Christmas, but there's also a joy that comes from our salvation. And this morning, we have a number of people who are going to be baptized, and each of them has placed their faith and trust in Jesus Christ and has experienced the joy that comes with that. And so in a minute, we're going to baptize them, but I want to remind you that this is a joyous time. This is a joyful celebration, which means that you are to be joyful. <laughs> yes, you're already warming up. That's good, because this is a celebration. And we are recognizing that Jesus has saved each one of these individuals, and they are publicly testifying to that truth. So celebration is greatly encouraged. This is David Van Wyck, and he is going to share testimony. Good morning. My family and I have been worshiping at Calvary for about 10 years, and during that time, I've witnessed many very moving testimonies and baptisms, all the while trying to figure out how this all applies to me. I can't tell you the exact time or moment when I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. My father was a Christian Reformed pastor, and my parents brought me up in a Christian home where love for God was very evident. As a baby, I was baptized, and during my high school years, I made public profession of faith. For much of my life, I tended to view adult baptism as something for those who found the Lord later in life and had never been baptized as infants. Through the teachings and testimonies in this church, I now see it as an important personal step in my faith journey that I want to take to express my love for my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My parents claimed salvation for me as a baby. Now I profess my faith in Jesus Christ and claim his salvation for me as I'm baptized today. As Paul said in Philippians 3, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Amen. David, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes, I have. Do you renounce Satan, this world, in your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes, I do. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of death, raised to new life in him. Good save. This is Hannah Kromke, and she's going to share a testimony. Hi, my name is Hannah Kromke. When I was five, I realized that I was a sinner. One Sunday after service, I went down in front to ask Jesus to forgive me. I prayed with the pastor, but my parents weren't sure I understood what I was praying for. So we went to Miss Shelley. I, un I prayed with her as well, and she gave me a Bible. But again, my parents weren't sure what I was praying. Wait understood what I was praying for. When we got home, I really wanted to be sure that Jesus forgave me from my sins and that he would be the Lord of my life. So I prayed with, I prayed a pretty and heartfelt prayer as soon as I got home. This time, my parents believed that I understood what I was <laughs> praying for and why I was praying it. 
for and for and why I was praying it. And I am here to tell you that it doesn't matter how how pretty of a prayer you pray or how many times you say. All that matters is that you trust that Jesus will save save you if you ask him. I'm being baptized today to show all of you that I love Jesus and that I trust him as the Lord of my life. I would like to end by saying my favorite verse, John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Hannah, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of death, raised to new life in him. This is Isaiah Reifer, and he's going to share a testimony as well. Hello. My name is Isaiah Rifle, which means the Lord saves. I want to get baptized because God saved my life. I have asked my parents many times if I could get baptized. I have also prayed and asked God if I, could, if I should get baptized. I felt like the times before today, he told me that there was going to be a different reason for me to get baptized. That reason happened about a month ago. I had a piece of Lego in my mouth, and I accidentally swallowed it. But it got stuck in my throat. I could barely breathe. My, do, my dad was doing the Heimlich on me. It was not working. My mom was on the phone with 911. I was praying as hard as I could. Then I felt like God pulled the Lego out. As soon as the Lego was on the floor, I said, Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I want to get baptized. God just saved me. We all prayed and thanked God for what he did. God, had, God has saved me from my sins, and he saved me from Lego. Now I want to live for him. I really like the verse from Psalm 55, verse 16. As for me... I called to God, and the Lord saves me. Isaiah, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires, and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes, I do. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of death, raised to new life in him.
This is Brandy Putnam, and she's going to share her testimony. Good morning. Growing up, I felt like Jesus was a fact. He was our Savior and who we should pray to. Through losses and difficulties growing up, my mom turned toward God, and my dad grew quiet. The first time I felt the whisper of God in my heart was when my dad died. It was a few weeks after the funeral, and I was crying while taking apart photo boards. I felt the finality of death, and God whispered that while my dad wouldn't, that while I missed my dad, it wouldn't be forever. A long time, but not forever. After college, feeling ready to settle down, I had a hard time waiting on God's timing for my husband. I didn't understand that my plan wasn't the plan for me. And after meeting Ethan in a circumstance that was more than I could have asked for, our relationship and the gift of him was certainly better than I could have come up with on my own. Once we were dating, I joined Ethan at church on a regular basis and for the first time began to seek a relationship of my own with the Lord. He became more than the one I was used to praying to. I was forming a relationship with a Heavenly Father who wanted to know me. Feeling like I was trusting and following what the Lord had in store for me and as a couple was a great comfort. Fast forward to the phone call that no parent ever wants to get. Our third born, a perfect baby boy, Levi, wasn't breathing. He died on a Tuesday and it threw us into a tailspin of all emotions. I never felt like I lost faith during the season, but I questioned why and how over and over. I can share that God is close to the brokenhearted, and I do feel that he saved me with the hope that we will see Levi again. My faith has grown, and we have felt many hands and feet surround and carry us, and to be honest, we still do. I felt that our family story wasn't supposed to end with losing Levi, but trying for Zoe felt like a leap of faith and putting our trust out there was really hard. Pastor Tom spoke one Sunday about stepping out of the boat on faith, and that was exactly what it was. She has brought a joy and is once more, more than we could have imagined. I think that God has shown us to trust him, and with small health questions throughout my pregnancy and her life so far, like a confirmation of, see, I've got this, just trust me. As I continue to grow in my faith, I want to use my gifts and talents to serve my family and others. I think that each step has to do with trusting his plan more and worrying less about my own desires, seeking and listening to opportunities more about being his hands and feet for others, sharing our story of loss, and being an example of hope. Thank you. Brandy, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes, I have. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? I do. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, <laughs> the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of death, raised to new life in him. <laughs> This is June Rozier, and she's going to share her testimony. 
Good morning, everybody. I was born to a dad and mother who were devoted to God and their church. They brought me to their church for baptism when I was four weeks old. The King James Bible was read every day at our family meals along with a prayer. Every Sunday morning and evening, our family attended worship services, and I went to Sunday school every Sunday. During my teenage years, I made profession of faith. I had the privilege of attending a Christian high school and a Christian college. In college, I met the love of my life, John. We married after graduation and began working in our careers. Over the next seven years, God gave us two wonderful sons. My husband and I and our sons had a church family and friends. I had everything I had ever dreamed of having. I thought all the time that I was a Christian because I was infant baptized, I made profession of faith, and I attended church all the time, and I was involved in the service of church. But there was a problem. In my 30s, I often found myself feeling lonely and empty inside, and I felt guilty about the bad things that I had said and done over my life. And when I thought about dying, I was scared to death. A few years later, my husband developed a life-threatening infection in his hip. I was so scared for his life and for our family. My job was demanding. Our sons were teenagers, and I needed to be in the hospital to support my husband. All of our extended family were out of state. How could I manage my life? How could I manage our family's life? A few days later, it was Sunday, and I really wanted to go to the worship service that night. As I went into the church, I realized how troubled my heart was. How would I manage? Would my husband make it through surgery? Would he ever walk again? The worship service began with the song, Open my eyes, Lord. Help me see Jesus. And that's exactly what he did. He heard the cry of my heart. He opened my eyes to see Jesus, and it's as if his presence filled the sanctuary. And he reached out to me in love, and I suddenly became so aware I was a sinner before a perfect God. I wanted to fall on my knees and confess my sins, but I knew I had to wait till I arrived at home. And when I did, I found a private place. I fell on my knees, I confessed my sins, and I told Jesus I believed. He's the Son of God who died for my sins and rose from the dead. When I did, when I did that, uh, I asked him to forgive me and come into my heart to be the Lord and Savior of my life, to be my leader and forgiver. And that's exactly what he did. And since that day, of hearing and responding to Jesus' invitation, I'm no longer separated from him. I no longer ignore him, but I'm in a close relationship. All my feelings of emptiness, loneliness, and guilt, and my fear of dying, they're gone. That day, I looked for a Bible in my bookcase, and I found a Gideon New Testament Bible. I began reading, and I haven't stopped reading God's Word since. It's my spiritual food every day. I talk with Jesus in prayer, 
I love to praise him for who he is and what he does. I love to thank him for all the blessings in my life. I'm so glad that I can continue to confess the wrong things that I still say and do, and he promises to forgive me. I can bring all my needs, anything, anything, I can bring it to him, and I love him, and I know he hears me. Jesus gives me love and peace and joy every day and the promise of eternal life in heaven after I die. So why has it taken me so long to pursue baptism? Well, for years, I convinced myself that my infant baptism was good enough. Over time and study here at Calvary, I realized that my infant baptism was a testimony of faith for my parents, but not a testimony of my faith in Jesus. This year, Jesus' call was loud and clear. So out of obedience to Jesus, I made the decision to be baptized. One of my favorite scriptures is Psalm 103, 2 through 5. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives your sins, who heals your diseases, including my husband's hip, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Thank you, Jesus. June, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. <laughs> now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of death, raised to new life in him. Oh, thank you, This is Levi Schaefer, and he's going to share. Hi, my name is Levi. I was born into a wonderful Christian family growing up. I was surrounded by Christians, my parents, school, and church. Calvary, I love all of these things. All of this really helped me get a good foundation of my, for my faith. Although at times I didn't always believe in God or really thought he was real, finally, I did end up got, asking God into my life multiple times. See, I would always do it again and again, knowing in my heart that I had done it, but kept telling myself it wasn't real. Luckily, though, I got smart enough to realize that I didn't need to keep doing it because the Holy Spirit was in my heart and working in me that very day and has been ever since. After that, it was kind of smooth sailing. I went to church, did all that kind of stuff, and I didn't really try to grow my relationship any deeper. I did still keep it steady. A while back, I kept running into Matthew 28, 18 through 20. It reads, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go out and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. I am with you always and to, to the very end of the age. This verse gave me great comfort. And ironically, one of the main points in this verse I saw was baptism. 
That's what really started to get me thinking on the topic of baptism and made me want to do it. Until one day last summer when all things just started popping in my head and I felt guilty about them, like leaving the light on or not cleaning up something I left out. Stuff like that and bigger sins too. Then all of the guilt would really get to me and make me really depressed and I would keep me in, it would keep me in a really bad mood. I longed for a way out. I talked to my mom and dad a lot, but it really wasn't getting any better. So I started to go to go to God with about it. Still, nothing. I was suffering and nothing was changing. I thought, God, why did you do this to me? What kind of good could possibly come out of this? And I had a lot of anxiety about it and just prayed earnestly. Please, Lord, help me through this, please. At my birthday this year, I got a devotional. I started reading it mostly every night. One night, I read about trust. And God really showed me that the night, that me, that night, that He wanted me to trust Him, I realized through God, I realized through this, God wanted me to get better at tr trusting in Him. Ever since then, it slowly got better and better, and just recently went away. Through my guilt problem, God has given me a wonderful devotional, made me want to keep growing in my relationship with God, and I got to join a Bible study. Now here I am, standing here, trusting God for comfort right now, because I don't think I would be up, be standing up here now without God. He gave me the strength to get up here today and get baptized. Levi, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of death, raised to new life in him. This is Hope Judge, and she's going to share. Psalm 42:11 says, Why am I so sad? Why am I so upset? I tell myself, wait for God's help. You will again be able to praise him, your God, the one who will save you. This verse got me through a very hard breakup and is still getting me through this, till this day. My ex-boyfriend introduced me to a wonderful woman named Tammy. When my ex and I broke up, I went to her for guidance. I didn't have an understanding to why he broke my heart when he was telling everyone how much he loved me. I was sitting there talking to Tammy, and towards the end of our conversation, she asked me, do you take Jesus as your savior? In that moment, I said, I take God as my savior. I'm sorry. <laughs> my heart got so big, and I felt so different. I realize now that without Jesus in my life, I was a different person. I kept to myself. I was making bad decisions. <laughs> Not that I'm perfect now because no one is. I pray a lot more now that I used to, than I used to. <clears throat> I pray for things I never knew I could pray for. I've opened up more than I was before I came to, before I came to church here. A lot of people I became friends with here say I've done a lot of growing since they first met me before I took Jesus as my savior. I have more confidence in myself now and even my family has seen it. I want people to know I've been saved. I woke up one day and said to myself, I wanna be baptized just like Jesus was. 
Thank you to my family for supporting me and for everyone at church that has supported me through my journey so far. Hope, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, because of your testimony of faith, my sister, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. This is Emmalyn Benham, and she's going to share a testimony. My name is Emmalyn Benham. In my family, Jesus has always been present. I distinctly remember the day that I accepted Jesus into my heart. I remember going to Bible study that Tuesday morning and learning about heaven. I remember learning that if you wanted to go, to he if you wanted to go there, that you had to ask Jesus to come into your heart and save you. So that night, when we were in the car on the way home, I asked my mom if we could pray and ask Jesus into my heart. She told me when we got home that we, that we could pray, but I was not satisfied. I told her that I wanted to pray right there in the car, and so we did. I remember opening my eyes after praying, and even at just four years old, I felt changed. Ever since, I've always wanted to know God more and more. A few months ago, I remember Pastor Jim talking about the fruit of the Spirit. As I was listening to the sermon, I really thought about it. I didn't have a whole lot of fruit. I could say I was a Christian, I believed Jesus died on the cross for my sins, and I had accepted him into my heart, but I wasn't really doing anything with it. The more I thought about it, the more I realized how much I wanted the fruit of the Spirit. That night I was praying alone in my bedroom, and I asked God to show me how I can get more fruit. And I swear the second my pen left the paper in my prayer journal, God gave me an idea. He told me to start a girl's Bible study with some of my friends at school. I knew it wouldn't exactly be easy, but it could definitely be done. I was positive that God was clearly telling me to do this, but to be honest, I was pretty nerve-wracked to ask my friends if they wanted to come. I knew that a few of them believed in God or went to church, but what if they said no? Despite my fear, I asked six of my friends if they would like to join me on Thursdays to talk about Jesus. All six of them said yes. So every Thursday, the now eight of us meet at a coffee shop down the street from our school to talk about Jesus. The reason I am getting baptized today is because I felt God telling me to, the same way he told me to take a leap of faith and start a girls' Bible study. Even though I was pretty scared to get up here and share my testimony with everyone, one of my favorite verses encourages me not to worry or to be scared. Joshua 1.9 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Emmalyn, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. 
This is Rodney Veltine, and he's going to share. Good morning. Good morning. <clears throat> my name is Rodney Veltine, and I accepted Jesus into my heart when I was five years old. I specifically remember uh, where it was that I was when I accepted him and, and who it was that it led me to faith in him so long ago, and uh, it was my mom. My early years as a believer were at Calvary, or were at a church in a denomination that did not practice baptism. So when we started attending Calvary when I was in fifth grade uh, and I was exposed to baptism, I remember thinking, oh, that's pretty weird. <laughs> it wasn't until I got a bit older that I really understood why one would be baptized. Uh, but out of fear, I used excuses like, well, I don't need to be baptized to go to heaven or... I really haven't felt like God has asked me to be baptized yet. Uh, and then as I got older and began serving in different areas at Calvary, uh, and then now being on staff here, I was like, man, I, I can't get baptized now. Uh, everyone's going to wonder why it took me so long to get to this place. <laughs> well, that was just one of you know, many lies that Satan has used to keep me away from the waters of baptism. Over the past several years, uh, as I have begun to take my relationship with Jesus much more seriously and have really grown in my faith, he has indeed been asking me to be baptized. And over the past six months or so, God has really been putting the full court press on. I recently started this uh, pastoral residency program here and uh, have had the opportunity of teaching in uh, different student ministries. Uh, well, one of the teachings that God so divinely asked me to teach on was, you guessed it, baptism. <laughs> so again, this, was, this came on the heels of already feeling led to be baptized, but I really felt like God was saying, Rodney, how much more blatant do I have to be? <laughs> so it's in obedience to him that I stand before you today and publicly declare that I have accepted God's gift of salvation through the blood of his son, Jesus who I am striving day by day to be more like. I'd like to share uh, a few verses with you that are found in Philippians 1, 9 through 11. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Rodney, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes, I have. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes, I do. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in likeness of death, raised to new life in him. You know, Christmas is great. Presents are nice. The decorations are special. There is a lot of joy, but there is no joy like salvation. There is no joy like salvation. And each one of these people have experienced a joy that you can experience no place else. And that is through Jesus Christ.